so welcome gorav um to all my <laughs> few listeners who we can count on uh, currently on actually it's more than the digits on my hands and my uh, feet huh? by the way i mean i've got 25 people who've listened to my last podcast so it's not a bad start i think i don't think that's a bad start at all for your first part yeah i mean and i think these are unique I, maybe some of them listen to it more than once but i yeah. shall gloss that over but uh, thanks gorav for doing this and uh, one of the reasons why i thought that we should talk uh, in this manner is that i was thinking about it that you and i sort of go back a long way um, and uh, we speak a few times in a year mm-hmm. uh, and we shall come to those few times uh, somewhere during the course of the conversation we shall touch upon that and i thought about it and i said you know those conversations tend to be very long very engaging uh, very intense and very humorous mm-hmm. uh, so you know this combination in my view is what i would like i would imagine and i would like to listen to in a podcast so i thought let me be selfish and uh, blatantly convert one of these conversations to in in into one of the episodes so i hope you don't mind absolutely not i am super excited about this idea i i do agree that the few times of the year that we speak have been very engaging uh very very insightful in some sense uh exchange of ideas and news have been super useful and so i'm happy to do this chalo bahut gyan ho gaya abhi mr gorav you're an ex banker yes. um you uh, have lived around all the exciting parts of asia and now you know you're settled in the most exciting city uh, in the country uh, which goes by uh, <clears throat> the name of gurgaon Yes. So tell us a little bit about how it is and now you're on your own uh, self employed professional uh, gig worker if i can call it in the nice fancy term that uh, you know these things are known by now uh, so tell me a little bit about how it has been uh, not just in the last one year but you know how is it as a gig worker i mean do you miss your corporate life at all or you know uh, what's it been like so narayan i think the short answer is no Uh, and i'll give you my reasons for it i think there are a multi- there are a multitude of reasons why i am saying such as i'm giving you such a short answer uh you're right i have lived and worked in multitude of cities including uh, a couple of them in india i've lived in hong kong singapore shanghai in the days when it was the wild west i've seen pretty much all of them uh i've <laughs> changed i like, effectively changed professions twice over I had a number of sabbaticals in the middle. Uh, I'm from being a hardcore banking professional to becoming a corporate finance guy, working for um, in the Indian parlance of Lala for many years. Uh, I've seen a variety of you know things that have shifted in the Indian economy over time. Uh, my becoming a gig worker was essentially not by choice but by circumstance. Uh, having said that. Uh, I did get lucky with the gigs, and after the four years of having done this now, uh, I always have second thoughts about going back to a regular job. In fact, strangely, as we speak today, I do have an offer, and I'm seriously having doubts about whether I want to do a full-time employment all over again. Uh, there are a few reasons for that. One starts off with the financial part of why you work, right? You work for the money. Um, at the age at which we are with the number of years of having worked as we have uh money is only important to the fulfilling certain needs as a discount of time is it really the way that you want to progress your life becomes a bigger question hmm. the second part of this is fulfillment 
Now, if you can do a couple of projects a year, uh, or three or four projects a year, maybe work with two or three tight clients who you enjoy working with, uh, on you know maybe half to three quarter day uh, a week, uh, three quarter day every day, or five days a week, or six days a week. And does that give you the same level of fulfillment? Yes, because you're actually at the end of the day finishing the same kind of projects, but you're flexible. And the third part is leading into it, the flexibility that the gig work gives me. I have, over the last four years, tremendously enjoyed the flexibility of having been able to travel uh, and do some very interesting things with my time, which I don't think I would have been able to do otherwise. Uh, to name a few, I've done a few treks, I've climbed uh, a couple of mountains, I've gone out and done a 16-day trip sailing around Greek islands. We have ah, this I didn't know hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you get to do a lot of very interesting and exciting things at the drop of a hat, which you would not have been able to do otherwise. A case in point, another case in point for you, is uh, in 2019, being a gig worker and being available on the phone 24-7 meant that I did a trip to Latin America with a friend at a seven days notice. For, and we were gone for 11 days. Wow. So it sounds good. So did I hear you say at the beginning saying, uh, when I asked you about how's it been, you said short answer, no. Short answer, no, but going back to a job. Ajah, going back to a job. Sorry, I misunderstood. Ah, You Uh, said you miss. I think the question you asked me was, do you miss? Ah, right, 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 right. right. You're right. right. You're right. Mm. I'm getting on in years. I didn't remember my question properly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's all right. So, no, the short answer is no, because of the fact that there is. And and to be honest, like I said, I mean, there is an offer on the table and I'm actually seriously contemplating what I should do or can I make it more flexible rather than just being, Mm. you know, employed. Best of both. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if there's a way that I can be exclusive to them in a client relationship as a gig worker. Yet at the same time, I get to choose my timing. Right. Mm. So I, w- I have a trek booked up in June. I want to go for that. There are a few more travel plans that I have. Assuming that travel opens up, I would like to do. And so, you know, that much time on hand with a lesser amount of money, maybe, or, um, you know, than you would do otherwise. Is there an option to work something like that out? That would be the ideal coming to the age at which we are and the number of years that we've been doing. Hmm. No, sounds good. I think uh, it's consistent with uh, what I've heard you say uh, mm-hmm. about how you're finding uh, your career at this phase of your life. You know, I think you seem to certainly enjoy the uh, the, the, the freedom and the uh, fulfillment that it gives and also the freedom to, uh, you know, not just pick what you want to do, but also take time out and do some of the things that you wish to do, you know, like, uh, you know, travel and uh, go conquer the mountains. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty envious. So that's why I thought I'll start with uh, this perspective. Never mind. I thought I heard you wrong. But uh, yeah, good. Yeah. But uh, have you found in the last one year uh, any change at all in the business environment? Because I'm asking this because... You know, uh, every time there's this conversation about lives and livelihood and economy ko bachana hai, to bhai economy bach rahi hai ki economy ki bachi hui hai. So, to give your view, listeners a, a little bit of perspective, I spend most of my time in the real estate space. Uh, financial services, but real estate uh, hmm. in some form. And now also assets, which means I'm also dealing with hard real estate assets in some form or the other. Um, having said that, I think that the world has slowed down considerably in the space that I operate in. Mm. So there are things, so 
it's now very quickly in, in my assessment, you can actually determine whether something is a doable proposition or it's not. Uh, pre-2020, we would spend some time trying to figure out if there was a deal that could be done on an asset or in the form of a financing or something else. But post-2020, mm. it's become much more crystal clear as to what works and what doesn't. Mm. Number one. Number two, I think also the fact that everybody slowed down considerably. People's thought processes have changed. How they op- approach certain activities has changed quite dramatically. So, economy ko bachana hai is a much larger statement. But I think that just in this limited scope of the sector that I operate in, people are thinking a lot more about what they do and how they want to do it. Right? And so that means that deal making, especially for independent operators such as myself, it's different when you're an institution. Um, or if you're a principal investor yourself, things are different in, in, in that sense. And it's also therefore becoming a little bit more tougher for us as independent contractors to figure out how to survive and thrive in an environment like this. Mm. But that's so is it more that... sectoral. I, just to finish, sorry. Mm. Just to finish, it's more sectoral in my view rather than a, unique, rather than a generic phenomenon in the economy. Okay. Mm. No, I was, gonna, I was asking whether you think that people are becoming more deliberate. Uh, before they uh, decide, or uh, are they having second thoughts? It's a combination of three things. One mm. is deliberate, for sure. People are thinking more. Mm. Two, mm. Uh, they are also, uh, and that's because of the uncertainty. Uh, mm. There is a higher level of uncertainty, especially in the sector that I work in. Um, and classic example, people don't know how, how the office of the future is going to look like, what you're going to mm. do. Should mm. we be investing more money in an office or not? Right? So there's mm. those kind of questions. Mm. The uncertainty is higher. Therefore, people are being more deliberate. But more importantly, there's also a question of justifying their existence in some form. Which means that mm. the more time you spend on certain things, the more it looks like you've been working, whether you're working from home or otherwise. And so it becomes oh. a question of saying, ah, listen, slow down, let's think, let's think, let's do this. Let's ask five more questions. Let's work. Let's figure out how this model will work in a slightly different fashion. It's also about justifying your existence in some form. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Uh, what you say about justifying your existence uh, in the world of work. I mean, I think that's off and on. I keep thinking about this, you know, how much uh, time, uh, you know, what I call the corporate bureaucracy spends Mm. in at each step of the way, really justifying their position or their uh, supposed uh, decision making span, uh, you know, giving out budgets, etc. It is a it is a thing. Uh, you know, the corporate bureaucracy and this entire thing of justifying your existence. Uh, speed that one keeps hearing about, ki, you know, we are very fast in our decision making, etc. Is, uh, it doesn't seem to be something that is very far and few between, I would say. It's, uh, it's, a, <clears throat> it's evolutionary, man, in my view. Hmm. Right? In the way that it works, as you would fathom. And we've all come from a large, large corporate business environment, right? So for us, these hmm. things are par for the course. I have also spent some time mentoring a few startups in my life and I realized that you have to be nimble at that level. Mm. And there's a reason for that. The reason is that you're, you have less money. Therefore, your decision making has to be designed around the fact that you have less money. And then you find workarounds to that. Plus, you have to be quicker because at the end of the day, you're, you're in growth phase. Right? You're looking for business. You're looking for things to do. You're looking to make sure that your client, if you have ensnared one, does not run away to somebody else. Therefore, your decision-making has to be faster. The number of layers between a decision-maker and you as mm. an individual or an employee or otherwise becomes much lesser. Mm. The fact that a corporate bureaucracy 
it gets created is largely a function of of reaching a certain plateau or a certain level and the number of layers that get created in between mm. right in a in, i i remember my time from being a corporate banker to moving to corporate finance the difference in my life was tremendous when i moved when i was a corporate banker i had five layers of approvals before i could give a loan to a client right mm. but the mm. moment i became a client and i moved to the other side of the table the difference was that if i had to take that loan i mm. only had to do essentially get an approval from the owner or the promoter of the firm mm. which was maybe one maybe two levels at best mm. therefore that was the difference in the speed of decision making right correct so i i don't i don't blame people i just believe that the bureaucracy gets created because of the way you design your layers yeah i mean it's a matter of scale it's a matter of you know how many things can be done by uh, say you know whoever started something right entrepreneurial or otherwise yeah. what can that person how much can they do you know there are only 24 hours in a day so then you sort of build a uh, uh, build a structure to support that and then i guess yeah. this is a fallout of this right but my my statement on the fact that people justifying the existence was not based on corporate bureaucracy which are created out of need mm. uh, as you pointed out it is out of the fact that sometimes even in very lean organizations there are multiple hoops that need to be jumped or the person who is the the conduit of information tends to spend a lot more time building that information or collecting that information simply because then it seems that he has spent he has more knowledge he or she has more knowledge and also the fact that uh they are working very hard to make sure that you know you've covered all the bases which mm. may or may not be true but mm. that's the perception that gets created which is which is what i mean by you know justifying your existence got it got it which no is that's different good. from which is it's a very different us. yeah it's, it's a, a different, different nuance context. than yes. yeah yeah sure no no i get it i think you're right um, so things have changed a lot huh in the last one year oh definitely definitely chalo acha hai let's quickly move on to uh, from your gig life and uh, what a you know you get to do a lot of things 